Yo, what's going on, guys? Your boy Vic. This is the Victor Vidal Podcast Show, bringing you the latest from Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime. Yes, I going on guys it's your boy Vic I'm here uh, this is my third episode I appreciate you guys tuning in first too um, all the love on uh, all the different mediums fantastic keep it up uh, soon I'm gonna go ahead and pick somebody for sure uh, and go live on uh, Instagram and we just kind of break down whatever show you're watching hopefully we're watching the same shows <laughs> so today I'm gonna talk about a few different things there's so much content that just keeps popping up on a weekly basis. Uh, today I'm going to do Dangerous Lies. I'm going to do On My Block. And I'm going to talk a bit about uh, that fifth episode on The Last Dance. We have an interesting show. So why don't we sit down, get comfortable, and uh, get to it. So first thing on the menu, Dangerous Lies. I don't know what you guys thought about this, but this was one awful lie, to be quite honest. Directed by Michael M. Scott, written by David uh, Golden, starring Camila Mendes as Kate, Jesse T. Usher as Adam, Elliot Gold as Leonard, Cam Signadot as Hayden, Sasha Alexander as Agent Chesler. You know, the story is essentially about an elderly man. He dies unexpectedly and leaves his estate to his new caregiver. She's drawn into a web of deception and murder. If she's going to survive, she'll have to question everyone's motives, even the ones she loves. That's the direct synopsis. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at the IMD rating, and uh, it got a 5.2 out of 10 stars. You know, I wouldn't even rate it that high. You know, I'd give it maybe three, three out of 10. You know, um, it's just, uh, it, it's not very good. The acting was subpar. I'll say if you have absolutely nothing else to do, and I mean absolutely nothing else to do, then I suppose you can go ahead and uh, catch this. But there's so many other good flicks that are out um, instead of this uh, Dangerous Lies. Um, so I don't even want to spend too much time on it. I just wanted to break it down because uh, it was a uh, brand new uh, film on uh, Netflix. Very disappointed. Um, they put out so many uh, you know, trailers and it looked, it looked, it looked solid. You know, and uh, the other night I tuned in, got comfortable, and uh, I was completely uncomfortable watching the movie. It wasn't even, it just wasn't worth it. So hopefully, I mean, if you guys feel differently, let me know. I mean, you might, uh, but as for me, two thumbs down, if anything. <laughs> the only thing that was any good was uh, Camila. Her acting was probably, I mean, it was all right. Not too bad. Then there was uh, Sasha Alexander as uh, Agent Chester. She was probably the best actress or the best actor that was uh, in this uh, movie. Uh, so shout out to her. She did a good job. And on to the next thing. So on my block now, this show is worth watching. Um, it's a coming of age story about four bright uh, street savvy friends navigating their way through high school in the gritty inner city of South L.A. Dealing with the danger of getting a friend out of a gang and friends turning into romance. 
Danger is constant in this show. Um, it was created by Eddie Gonzalez, Jeremy Half, Lauren Ingerich, stars Sierra Capri as Monse, uh, Jason Janot as Ruby, Brett Gray as Jamal, Diego Tinico as Cesar, and Julio Macias as Oscar, also known as Spooky in the show. Now, just about every single one of these cats I enjoyed watching. Monse, Ruby, Jamal, Cesar, and Spooky. They all had their moments in the show. Uh, I enjoyed how their group was tight-knit, how they had each other's backs for the most part. Ruby, you know, he was the smart, smooth talker who kind of just always uh, figured out a way to get out of something. <laughs> which is cool uh Monse, you know she was a glue right she she was the one who fought to keep that relationship of all four of them together uh jamal jamal was hilarious uh jamal you know he was the afraid of the world type character and there was a time when his dad was a big football star in the town and wanted his son jamal to go ahead and play some football <laughs> and jamal like literally just he he invented all these different injuries to go ahead and say that he wasn't playing, that he, you know, he couldn't play because of the injuries, right? Uh, then there's Cesar, you know, Cesar, he's he's trying to make it out, uh, but by virtue of him being born into a gang, essentially, you know, there's really not much uh, he feels like he can do, doesn't feel like he can get out of it, and all throughout these seasons, you know, Monse. Ruby and Jamal, they're trying to get him out. And then there's Spooky, uh, who's played by Julio Macias. And, you know, you look at Julio uh, in real life. <laughs> and he looks like this fresa who should be sipping Mai Tais on some beach somewhere. Dude puts on some weight, looks scary, looks spooky. And uh, so shout out to Julio for sure for, uh, for making such a transformation in the show. Uh, from what I understand, he studied the area and really uh, talked to the locals and perfected the character of Spooky. You know, the, all the stigmas about cholos and looking the way they do? Well, Julio nailed it. There's a lot of Latin elements in this show that uh, I felt like I can relate to and a lot of other people can relate to. I can probably relate to the most to Ruby. Ruby, you know, he had familia uh, that was staying over. Uh, he had his grandmother took his room, essentially. His mom was like, hey, your abuelita's coming to come stay with us. So you're now bunking in with the twins who were about five in the show. As a Latino growing up, I had very similar experiences. You know, I had cousins that would come over for months on end. It, it was just a revolving door at my place, right? Like, they would come in and out, whether they were going to university or needed a place to stay, whatever the case may be. I always had some extra familia that was living with us, right? Which is cool. You know, I enjoyed it. I uh, I can't say I didn't enjoy having uh, family members around. But uh, I can I can relate to Ruby in that sense. Uh, the quince <laughs> that Ruby's throwing, you know, that was, I mean... It's the coming of age uh, for 15-year-old Latinas, right? You know, they throw this huge party. It's probably the biggest party of their life at the end of the day, right? I mean, moms and pops, they all just go nuts. They There's nothing, there's no expense spared for the quinceanera. And uh, so that, that, was, that was neat to see. Throughout the whole show, 
Um, I was uh, rooting for Jamal, though. You know, Jamal, he uh, he knew he was going to get that Roller World money. <laughs> I was all for that Roller World money. You know, him and Abuelita, they were scheming and stuff. And then he finds it. He finds it. If you haven't watched it, sorry. Let the cat out of the bag. Um, but uh, And then there's Spooky, you know, who's uh, Oscar in the show. He's the leader of the gang of the Santos. He reminds me of a family member that I have. Uh, I think we all kind of have a spooky in our lives. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a family member, or, or I'm sorry, a, a gang member. Um, but they're the hard, emotionless uh, characters uh, in our lives. For me, Gordo, you know, when I was young, he was probably the reason. I stopped being such a crybaby. You know, I was young, and he just straight up told me, you know, he was going to beat the living but Jesus out of me if I just kept crying. So what did I do? <laughs> I stopped crying. I think we all kind of have that in our lives, uh, spooky, uh, that kind of just changes something about us. Uh, sometimes it's for the best, sometimes it's not. For me, I felt like it was probably a good thing. Uh, I mean, I was constantly crying over things when I was little. Um, thank him for that. Uh, but on top of all this, on my block, out of 10 stars, I got to give it nine. You know, there's no question. The show's, it's great. You know, if you want to binge on something, on my block is binge worthy. No question. And this is on Netflix. Um, there's three seasons out. Fairly confident Netflix has already green-lighted the fourth season, so we're all looking forward to that. We'll get on it. Now, another news. Episode 5 of The Last Dance. <sighs> it was so good. It was so good. One of the things, though, that I have to completely disagree with Jordan with is how he didn't back that african-american senator that was running against some white senator in north carolina being the greatest player on earth have been iconic having the platform to essentially create change and not using it it's it's a shame you know obviously i was young at the time i didn't understand what was going on but now as I watch the documentary and I see how he didn't necessarily support this candidate, I have to view Michael differently. Back in the day, you had, you know, you guys like Muhammad Ali who used their platform as a way to go ahead and create change. At the end of the day, we need to constantly create change in order to become better. And for Jordan to care more about making money and selling shoes... I don't get it. I mean, at the end of the day, you're an icon. Stand for something. Guys like LeBron. You think he actually gives a living shit about a payday? No, he doesn't. He stands up for what he believes is right. I suppose Jordan, you know, fit the profile of that woman broadcaster that said basically you should just shut up and dribble. Right? I mean, 
I don't know. I just, uh, my level of respect for Jordan has kind of, it's gone down a few notches. There's no question. Um, you know, so hopefully, as I continue watching the last dance, things change a bit. My perception of Jordan. Um, obviously, he's still the greatest player ever. Um, his killer instincts uh, is unmatched. Six and zero in the finals. I'm just about change, man. You know, having being somebody who has who has directly been affected by racism. I really just wish that Jordan had actually done something, especially during that time frame. But that's neither here nor there. And uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, I mean, of, unless unless you think otherwise, do you think Jordan should have did what he did? Do you think he should have kept his mouth shut and shut up and dribble? Cared more about his contracts and his endorsements? Hmm. Well, we'll see. Anyway. This show has been a pleasure. If you're following me on all the different mediums, please like and share. If you are enjoying my show, please share with others. Uh, If you're on my Facebook page, um, go to the community section, hit invite all your friends, invite them all. You know, the more people listening, the better. I'm happy with all the results so far. You guys are doing amazing. Uh, Thank you again. And, uh, That's a wrap for episode number three. Hope you enjoyed. I'll be hitting you up with another one next Monday. You have yourself a good week. Hasta luego.